going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. You know who the biggest fan of this show is? Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Me! Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs> on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Paperback Writer! Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. We're talking about writing. The Beatles, Paperback Writer. Mm, I don't want to even interrupt that song. They're so good. My guest today, 15, is a writer. It's a gift. It's a craft. But it's also all about seeing. And I thought all week about the inspirational writers in my lifetime in the world of art, the world of sports, and the world of surgery. In the world of art, there was nobody better than Rod Serling, who created and wrote The Twilight Zone. Here again is Rod Serling. The word that Mrs. Bronson is unable to put into the hot, still, sodden air is doomed. Because the people you've just seen have been handed a death sentence. One month ago, the Earth suddenly changed its elliptical orbit and in doing so began to follow a path which gradually, moment by moment, day by day, took it closer to the sun. And all of man's little devices to stir up the air are no, no longer luxuries. They happen to be pitiful and panicky keys to survival. Hmm. The time is five minutes to twelve, midnight. There is no more darkness. The place is New York City and this is the eve of the end. Because even at midnight, it's high noon, the hottest day in history, and you're about to spend it in the Twilight Zone. 60 years before we're first figuring it out now, he's talking about climate change. No one wanted to listen to it 60 years ago, but he did it with robots and aliens. The craft, the gift, that was Rod Serling. Tragically, he only lived to be 50 years old. But I want you to listen to a Michelangelo of writing talk about the craft. He's sitting down with a bunch of college students 60 years ago. Ideas come from the earth. They come from every human experience that you either witness or have heard about, translated into your brain in your own sense of dialogue in your own language form. Uh, ideas are born uh, from what is smelled, heard, seen, experienced, felt, emotionalized. Ideas are probably uh, in the air, like, like little tiny items of ozone. That's the easiest thing on earth, is to come up with an idea. Then the second thing is, the hardest thing on earth is to put it down. Who was it uh, that said, writing is the easiest thing on earth? He said, I simply walk into my study, I sit down, I put the paper in the typewriter, and I fix the margins, and then I turn the paper up, and I bleed. And I bleed. It takes a pound of flesh from you. It takes something from you. It's like birthing a child when you sit down to put it down on paper. Listen to the college students going, Fellini was an artist and a writer. He, he didn't care about the audience. Why do you care about the audience? Fellini, when he makes a film, he doesn't care whether anybody ever sees it or not. Truly? 
Is that a quote from Fellini? That's a quote from Fellini. Is that right? Interesting. I wonder if that really doesn't play hob with the function of an artist. If indeed you can say that I create for my own sake, my own edification, my own titillation, and to hell with anybody else, is that truly a gauge of art as a form? Because isn't art a shared experience? Isn't the excellence of art dependent on a reaction from the outside to someone's work? Hmm. Isn't there a risk you run if you preoccupy yourself with audience reaction at the expense of either your own integrity or your own artistic judgment? Uh, I'm, I'm convinced that 90% of the writers who walk around laying claim to the honored sobriquet of writer are thinking in a sizable portion of their mind, uh, will they love it in Des Moines? Will they understand it in New Orleans? And consequently will deliberately prostitute and write downward to, to what they believe is the lowest common denominator. And when you start to preoccupy yourself, I think you're in trouble. This is not to say that I, I wouldn't share the Fellini feeling, if indeed that's the way he thinks, that I will write only for dirty old Rod, and that which pleases me must please you, and if it doesn't, to hell with you. What about his technique of how he does it? Do you make notes and outlines and characterizations and plot outlines and things like that, or do you just take off and write?